Are you looking for something a little different from all the other comedy podcasts you listen to? Something that sounds like a 90s sitcom on TV, but it's not set in the 90s and it's not on TV? Popcorn for Dinner is an audio sitcom that was not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but it certainly sounds like it was. Thank God we worked that out. The best sitcom right now isn't on TV. It's in your ears. Popcorn for Dinner, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Outrageous Stories with the Angry Ninja, and ever so often, a special guest. All right, time for another Outrageous Story with the Angry Ninja. Um, so, a little background for the story, you have to understand time frame. This was 2002. Three, 2002, 2003, right in that general area. Um, I made the mistake and got married kind of young uh, to the totally wrong person. Um, and things didn't work out. Uh, I just came home from work one day and gone. Walk in the house, house is empty. I'm like, her car's gone. I'm like, well, she's had to be dinner, so, you know. Open the oven, look inside, no food, it's not warm, checked it, warm, no food in the fridge. And she's nowhere to be found. Oh, we don't have, uh, or cell phones, but we only have one. Uh, so I couldn't really call. I didn't know where she was, so I couldn't call her. She didn't have her own cell phone. Uh, we kind of swapped it back and forth because they were expensive at the time. Again, time frame. Um, so, tracking down, find her, she's like, oh, I just need a couple days, blah, blah, blah. A couple days turned into divorce. Um, yeah, she she comes back to the house the next day and um, sit on the couch and she comes in and she's like, look, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Uh, and I need to move on and we've been married eight months, right? You need to move on, what? And, and, and all this stuff, and I was like, she's like, I'm like, I'm like are you messing around? Are you cheating on me? And he's like, well, I'm not cheating on you, so I'm leaving you. I'm like, so you've already left me for a person. So, in eight months, you found somebody else. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and who is this person? And she's like, well, it's my dad's former cellmate. Yeah, that's real winner. Her dad came to visit her because he was homeless and uh, met up with his old cellmate, and 15 years older than his daughter, who went to prison for murder. Got out in 10 years because it was manslaughter. Yeah. So I'm up with that guy. That's who she leaves me for. Real stand-up guy. This awesome part of that story is, uh, so she's telling me this, right? And I start hearing a car horn honking. I'm like, uh... So am I holding something up? She goes, oh, well, he's in the car. He's, you know, he, he wants to go. So I'm like, you came to the house I paid for because she wasn't working or putting any money towards nothing to tell me you're cheating on me, basically, and you're leaving me. And the guy you're looking for is in the car. The guy you apparently spent last night with because you weren't with me is in the car. And she goes, yeah, 
I'm like, oh yeah. I said, you probably should go before I kill him. And that's when I got up and went outside and uh, she beat me to the car and, and she, she took off. Okay, so it's over. I'm utterly depressed. Um, I didn't think anything was going to happen. Uh, I decided I don't need such a big house. I talked to my landlord because they own several properties. Literally, they like own every house in the street and block. And I'm like, yeah, but a smaller one that's a little bit cheaper. And it's, you know, because I don't need a big two-bedroom house anymore. I'll, I'll take the little, much, much smaller two-bedroom trailer because it's cheaper and that's all I need. Because it's just me now. And so I move. And they're real cool about it as I move in there. And uh, so I know the story. And Warden comes up later. My landlord's kind what he does for a living. He's a policeman. Okay. Now, I live in a really small town. Not a lot of people in it. Everybody knows everybody kind of police. Not so much anymore, but at the time, everybody knew everybody, especially the police. And my wife drove a 1985 Chevy Celebrity. This is important. Her car is a piece of crap. We knew it was a piece of crap. It needed brakes, it needed tires, it needed basically a new engine. We were actually saving up money to buy our new car rather than fix up that one because it just wasn't worth it. Okay, that's important too. So, I'm just sitting in my new place, chilling, and I notice a cop car pull up in my driveway, in a very long driveway. So by the time the cop car pulls up, I'm already at my door kind of waiting. Uh, front door open, screen door shut, because, you know, I don't know what place to my house. And then they get out. And now, this is where the scary part happens. It's not just the cop. It's the cop with uh, a dude carrying a Bible. I don't remember if it was a reverend or... It wasn't a priest. Pretty Baptist community. It probably is a Baptist preacher. Whatever. And in this town, that only happens for one reason. And it's never a good reason. My mom lives in this town. My grandparents live in this town. I'm flipping out. So at this point, I have to stand by the door. I'm like, maybe, maybe they're on the wrong address. Maybe. Okay, I'm just gonna, whew, I'm just gonna chill. I'm just wait right here. Gonna calm down, catch my breath. Cool. So there's a knock. I'm gonna knock the door, and I'm like, I'm there. So I don't really knock. They're getting right. I'm like, okay. I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like um, Sir, we're willing to uh, give you a ride. Uh, we need you to come down to the hospital and um, need you to identify a body. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Whew. You know, not ever what you want to hear, ever. And I'm like, okay, um, do we have any idea? Like, you know, is it my mom? But, and they said, uh, all we know for sure is it, uh, well, the vehicle was a 1985 Chevy Celebrity. Uh, they didn't say 85, they said a gray Chevy Celebrity. I knew the year, they didn't. And I'm like, oh, and they go, and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, good, is the bitch dead? And the cop behind the priest, just a reverence, just kind of starts splashing. He's like, <laughs> the priest goes, excuse me, I'm like, that's my soon-to-be ex-wife's car. Give me good news, save me money on a divorce. 
And at this point, I think the cop's going to fall over and die. And the priest is like, I'm talking to the wrong person, aren't I? I'm like, kind of talking to the right person. But yeah, he goes, no, no, there wasn't a female in the vehicle. I'm like, oh, okay. So it was her boyfriend. And he's like, I guess so. I think I should probably talk to her. Do you know where she's at? And I, I gave him the address. Uh, and they left. And I'm like, bah, good riddance, whatever. And I'm sitting there watching TV at that point going, well, that sucks. Um, and at the time, not so much anymore. I've become a better person. At the time, I'm like, it's what she deserves, fucker. Um, so I'm sitting there watching TV. And I have that, that cell phone. Because I'm the one, I was paying the bill, so I kept it. And it rings. And I'm like, I answer because I don't recognize the number. This is before caller ID was so prevalent and gave you the name of the person even though you, yeah, you know, I answer it. And it's her. I'm like, this. she's like, hey, she goes, you know, I've been sitting here thinking, you know that love I said I had for you and I lost it and I, but I still loved you. And yeah, she goes, I think I found it. I think I love you. I'm, like, I'm in love with you. We work things out. I'm like, I don't know, maybe, I mean, never meant to ever get divorced. I wanted to be married forever. And she's like, yeah. Um, my brother was in a car wreck and uh, he's being airlifted to Chattanooga. So I wondering if you can give me and my dad a ride down there and, and I'll come back to your house and we'll, you know, we'll talk things out. I don't know. Okay. I know he's dead. And she goes, excuse me? I'm like, well, I cops came by and they wanted me to come to the hospital to identify a body and they said the only identifying mark on his they had because his head was crushed was uh, Lord Mitch. Uh, I, know, I know your boy Mitch died. So well yeah and that's what got me to think about how good you treated me and that's one of the things that I go tell you what, you answer this question honestly and maybe we can talk and I said, I said uh if he hadn't died, would you have ever made this phone call? Now, I fully expect her to go, well, yeah, in line. Because it would have been a lie. And she goes, no, probably not. I said, cool, click, hung up. Haven't talked to her since. And this is the really crappy part about that whole story. First of all, we got the car wreck, because that's just great. And then we'll talk about the crappy part. So, her genius man she left for is a career criminal. But not like a good criminal. He's a horrible criminal. And he and her brother needed gas for the car, which they couldn't afford to pay for, and they wanted some beer. So they drove a town away. That's smart, I guess. Don't do it in the town you live or you're staying. And went to a convenience store, filled up the gas tank, went in, grabbed a 12-pack of beer, ran back to the car, and took off. We're talking about an under $50 crime. Because the gas at the time was insanely cheap. That not anything any cop was flipping out about, right? But of course, the clerk calls the cops, so they report it. You know, that kind of thing. So, a cop chasing, not chasing, just going towards there with the lights on. Not, no, sir, chilling. They saw that cop. And rather than just drive normally, panicked, because they're horrible criminals, and took off... The cop estimated, because the cop's landlord, got to hear the story, um, like 90 miles an hour. Um, where I mentioned the car needed tires and was a piece of crap and needed brakes. This is important, too. They had a blowout 
Ah, dude wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Front tire blew out. Car turned sideways, flipped in the air, and he got thrown out of the vehicle and landed apparently 100% basically unharmed. Bruised and scratched, but not bad. And then that's when the car landed and the trunk literally landed on his head. I never got to see it, but supposedly if you went and looked at the trunk, you literally could see the impression of the dude's face in the car. And not like cartoon, but you could see the dent. That was where his head was. And I'm like, huh. And brother guy's leg messed up and they got him off and stuff. He's fine. He actually ended up becoming a better person. That one trip into crime uh, made him decide he needed a better family and move on, and he did. Uh, but yeah, if you're going to be a criminal, be smart. Don't, don't, don't rob beer and gas and think the police are going to pursue you so much that you have to do 90 in a car that shouldn't go over 40. <sighs> but the funny part about that is, is since he died, she decided she didn't want to divorce anymore and refused to sign the paperwork that she initially asked for. So I ended up having to pay an additional $500 to get divorced because she refused to sign the paperwork because she wanted me back. Even though I found out later she cheated on like 18 different people. And I want you to concentrate on that number. I had a confirmed list of 18 different people she slept with. Some of them were my friends. At least I thought. Uh, we were only married 18 months. That's more than two a month. And that wasn't counting the guy she left for. So 19. Um, and in case you're wondering, yes, yes, yes. I got tested for STDs. All of them. Every one of them. Yeah. Because, you know, wow. She was a hoe. And, yeah. But now things are better. Things are so much better. Life is better. So, if you come home from work and your wife's supposed to have dinner waiting for you, because she told you, not because you should expect it, and it's not there and she isn't, hope the dude gets hit by a car. That's the moral of the story. A little outrageous, but... I'm not smart enough to make this kind of stuff up. I'm just not. And to this day, I'll never forget to look at that uh, preacher's face when I said, is the bitch dead? That was awesome. You guys have a wonderful night. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. It's all part of the Ninja Podcast Network with all the shows featuring Ask the Angry Ninja Show, uh, Not a Kid's Game, Presented by the Angry Ninja, which is our D&D podcast, the Ninja News and Politics Show, uh, Sports Talk with the Ninja and J-Mo, and our newest podcast, Outrageous Stories with the Ninja, uh, featuring occasional special guests. Great shows, great stuff. If you want to reach any of us, you can go at Ninja at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter, AskCMan2342. You can get us on Facebook, um, on the Ask the Angry Ninja Show Facebook page. Any of those places, if you want to support us, we appreciate that. Go to patreon.com slash worst jokes. And if you join high enough tier, you'll get a free gift. And we just appreciate any support and feedback. You guys have a wonderful night, and we'll holler at you later. Guys, 
if you've noticed that you're starting to lose your hair and you want to get your real hair back, listen up. My name's Aaron Marino. I'm the number one men's grooming expert on YouTube. And when it comes to hair loss and hair restoration, Bosley is the only company that I trust and I recommend to my guys when they're looking to get their confidence and their real hair back. The reason? It's simple. Bosley's been in the hair loss business for over 45 years. And when it comes to hair loss and hair restoration, experience matters. They've got expert doctors. They've got the latest technologies. And all it takes is simple one-day procedure and you are gonna be on your way to rocking your confidence and your real hair once again. Guys, now is the time. Do not wait. If you're ready to get your confidence and your real hair back, I want you to grab the free information kit plus a $250 off gift card. When you text the word REAL to 203203, that's REAL, R-E-A-L to 203203. Grab the free information kit plus a $250 off gift card. You wanna get your real hair back? Don't wait. Now is the time. Text REAL to 203203. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.